Welcome to The Floss, the self-help show for people that probably don't need it. You can follow the show on Instagram at The Floss Pod or subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash The Floss Pod. If you do something that you think everyone should do or that nobody should do, email it to us at theflosspod at gmail.com. We might read it. My name is Gabe Gary, and on this feature episode of The Floss, our guest has a key to my place. Her name is Mackenzie McGuire, and joined with us today is a special guest host. I have keys to her place, Alexa Hoynacki. That's right. Yeah, I, I don't have keys to yours. She is yeah. here mainly because <laughs> she skipped yoga and didn't really have much else to do, but we're very happy to have her. She will be on future episodes, maybe, if she doesn't fuck this up. Yeah, well, we rarely lock our house anyway, so she can just walk in whenever she That's wants. That's true. She I doesn't can literally climb through the front window. So Mackenzie is a prominent member of the Cleveland sketch community and sometimes stand-up community. Um, and, if, and she is also my roommate, if you couldn't tell. And... Uh, Mackenzie, every episode of the show, I ask my guests a question, and that question is, what do you do that you think everybody should do? Should I answer it now? You should. Okay, it seemed like you were going on a little bit, like there was something else you wanted to say. Uh, nope, that's the whole question. Okay, well, we're getting right into it. I would say one thing I do that I think everyone else should do is make homemade pasta. Homemade pasta. Any specific kind. Every kind, like the Italians would. Name name three types of pasta. Spaghetti, fettuccine, rigatoni. What about gnocchi? Are you going the potato? Oh pasta? yeah, yeah. I can, I do make homemade gnocchi. I just made spinach gnocchi. All right, I'm gonna ask day. a lot of really dumb questions uh, that I know the answer to for the sake of our listeners who don't live with you, uh, just to get the ball rolling. Uh, how do you make your own? How does one make their own pasta? Well. The recipe would vary based on the type of pasta, but the basic ingredients of all pasta are just going to be flour, water, and egg. Mix that together, knead it together, flatten it out, and cut it into your shape. But you sometimes I see you got that little wooden thing that looks like a... The wooden thing, the crisscross thing, is the pasta dryer, so you would... Uh, dry out your pasta on that. So you keep nodding your head. I've never seen you make your own pasta. She knows the process. She's a smart woman. I've actually made pasta in Italy. That's actually the only time I've ever made pasta. Seemed very appropriate. Did you ever make pasta in Italy? (laughs) You talk about Italy all the time. Of course I made pasta in Italy. Where do you think I learned how to make pasta? I would learn it on YouTube. That's where I would Well, yeah, you can learn it on YouTube. You don't need to go. You don't need to go to Italy to learn. All right, so you're making your pasta from scratch. Mm Mm-hmm. What about that process makes you think, oh, everybody should do this? It's not the process. It's not the journey. It's the destination. You think it's you think homemade pasta specifically tastes better than anything you could buy at the store? Uh, oh, 100%, unless you're buying homemade pasta at the store. Does the, you know, like the refrigerated pasta? Does like that Ohio count? City? She gets yes. that stuff. But not, but like the grocery store one. You know what I'm talking about? It's like buka something. Um, it would depend on the ingredients. I do think that I think that a lot of like preservatives and nasty stuff is put into store bought pasta. And the reason why pasta gets a bad rap is because yes, store bought pasta will do bad things to your body, but homemade pasta will not. What what? So now we're talking about the shit that nobody knows, the shit that people can't pronounce, the chemicals and stuff mm-hmm. that's in pasta. So automatic. So like that's just no good for us. 
Yeah, it's preservative. So where? Okay, what? Ing- where do? You, oh yeah, you're you're a whole you're a Whole Foods. I'm yeah. A, I'm a Whole Foods Lucky's Market bitch. So all of this shit that you buy and make the pasta with is just like organic. Not necessarily organic. It doesn't have but any preservatives in it. Yeah, no preservatives, no processing. Preservatives literally preserve. I don't understand why they're so bad for us. I mean, I don't know the science of why preservatives are bad for me either. I just know enough people have told me that they're bad that I've listened. American education right there. She doesn't know the science, but she's heard enough people say it's true to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why you feel better eating like raw kale than you would eating like a candy bar in a couple hours. For me, it, it tastes better. Have you had fresh pots pasta? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm, and also it tastes better. But let's get r- let's get out of the. There's nothing wrong with the taste of pasta. Pasta is one of the best foods on the planet. Why did you start making your own pasta? Because I had homemade pasta in Italy, and I thought it tasted better. So it's like a once you go black kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You can't really, really. You can eat store bought pasta, but it's never going to taste as good, and you're going to go into it knowing that. So Expectations are low. Mm-hmm. Try new things is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, try new things, yes. That wasn't my overall topic. You I, challenged I, yourself. Well, I know, but we, I mean, we just keep yeah, going. Yeah, let's keep going. going. Let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. Try new things. Absolutely. hundred. I used to be the pickiest eat- eater in the world, and then I went to <laughs> Italy, and I didn't know what any of the food was, what it meant on the menu, and so I would order it, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I do like zucchini because I'd eat it because I already paid for it. I didn't eat fish until sophomore year of high school. Do you know that? All fish? Any any seafood what about sel- I about shellfish? Eat? Nope. Shellfish I didn't eat until I was a senior in college because I wasn't allergic to it until I was a senior in college. I'm now allergic to it. And I yeah, love shellfish. Up. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just had a bunch of lobster like a few weeks no, ago. No, I can't eat lo- can't eat lobster or oysters, but oh, I can crab. eat crab. We had crab, that's yeah. right. That's interesting. The only reason I ate it is because I was on an island in the fucking Florida Keys and we had nothing else to eat. So I was like, all right, I'll eat the fish. And it was amazing. And you discovered you liked fish. Yeah. No, what fish was it? Mahi-mahi, fresh mahi. Fresh caught. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fresh caught mahi-mahi and mackerel. All right, what were we talking about? Also, don't we can meander and do whatever. I edit the shit out of these episodes, so there's no pressure to keep. Well, I figured. Yeah. Because every time you take a sip of water, I'm like, that's getting edited out. Oh, no, I don't edit that shit out. I don't give a fuck if they hear me drink water. You hear him gulp? The silence is you gulp? They're you hearing want your audience to hear that? They're hearing me talk, which is like 11 times worse. I'm sure they can handle me taking a sip of water. Nothing more entertaining than listening to a man drink water. And Gabe gulps. <laughs> Gabe does gulp. Remember, gulps. once uh, I had a friend over to our place and she was horrified by how much water he drank in I'm one gulp. I'm a big gulp. guy. I need a lot of water intake. <laughs> Gabe gets mad at how I drink water. Why? So I don't drink enough in one gulp. Let's say, do you want it or not? <laughs> you're literally somebody who says you're overhydrated. Sometimes. <laughs> like She's overhydrated. Yeah. She gives herself I was, water I poisoning. I have ever been overhydrated. Have you ever pissed clear? You're not supposed to pee no. clear. 
Like a light yellow. That's that's what you want. Right. That's how they that's how they get you in the like army. Perfectly high. When you're in the army, they want they they check you your piss and if it's, if it's is that true, Gabe? I have no idea. I heard it. I heard it enough times. From where? From people. From who specifically? People affiliated so with they, people that were in the army. They won't let you in if you're not hydrated. No, they check your urine to make sure you're hydrated at like each at like breakfast, and if you're not, you know, it's like drink a fucking out, like drink a bunch of water. Make sure you're hydrated. You can't have soldiers on the battlefield. Jeremy, can you fact check this for us, please? (laughs) I'm afraid of the results. (laughs) Military uh, urine checking. Who's, like, does some guy get hired and, like, that's his station? Oh, my God. I got a huge promotion, babe. Uh, It's so great here on the base. Now I get to go and check every guy's piss. Honestly, That's probably the a letters nice phone call. He's writing home. I do know I've I had friends in the army and they would pee in front of like a sergeant every morning. I don't know what the reason was. So you just let this whole thing go on. I don't know if they're peeing to check hydration. For what reason? Would does, are they just kinky like that? All active duty military service members submit a urine sample for drug um, Okay. I don't care about drugs. drug testing. Look up uh, hydration. Military urine hydration. You just you just sat back and watched me get eviscerated. I don't know what they're peeing because for. Because this really seems like something you would just say. Like, it really seems like something you they heard once. They check your urine in the military. And then you're like, oh, I believe this. I've only needed to hear this once. Uh, maybe they want to make sure you're confident. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a well-kept that. secret. Go, go ahead, click Maybe that. it's a little <laughs> a bit of an open secret. Oh, that I just happen to know? Well, you like an open secret that if it's like you know someone in the <laughs> army, you've heard it. <laughs> for those of you who can't see the television uh, we have found resources distributed by our government that uh, guide members of the military through checking their urine color for it hydration no levels way. is this affiliated with the it's military? it's a dot gov it's a dot gov means nothing that means absolutely nothing Jeremy scroll up are you hydrated take the urine color test what's, what's G-A-C-C dot N-I-F-C Listen, I'll believe that they'll do anything to people in the army. Army Public Health Center. I, Long story short, I, I, it, they it take hydration sh- seriously. It wouldn't shock me to be to hear this. I know the army will do weird things. Oh wait, wait, go. Let's go back to this infographic and let's just. I want to see what the what the optimal is still has. I was gonna say. I feel like there's easier ways to check this, but actually, I don't know if there's easier ways to check if you're hydrated. No, it's urine. Urine is the best like one to check. Yeah. My grandma used to tell me that if you could pinch this and it bounced back immediately, that meant that you were well hydrated. The tip of your finger? Yeah, if you pinch it a little bit and but if it stays put, you're dehydrated. She's she she, she wouldn't drink water. Does she speak English? She's <laughs> sister Italian. No, she's not Italian. She's an all American broad who never drinks water. And her doctor <laughs> apparently told her that and he was like, Martha. If your skin doesn't bounce back, you need to drink a glass of water because she hates water so much. (laughs) (laughs) She might have heard it when she was like a 12-year-old girl. Hey, baby, pinch your finger. (laughs) (laughs) Did did they even know about hydration? Well, they they didn't have as much soda. Soda is the reason that we're fucking dehydrated all the time. I never drink soda. I don't drink soda. And you guys are pretty well hydrated. I don't know. It's just like it's just like if you're not drinking soda, you're probably drinking water and vice versa. So when people are given the option, they're fucking idiots. They take the soda. 
Also, I mean, I got nothing major against soda, but like, get your water intake before you go to soda. That is my vice, cherry coke. I've never in my life seen you drink cherry I can, coke. I control it really well. <laughs> so if I brought home like a case of cherry coke, what would happen? Did you like go crazy when I you used drink it freshman all? Freshman and sophomore year of college, uh, I would go through a 12 pack of cherry coke every week. Do you ever mix coke with milk? Pilk? Pilk. Talking about pilk? Yeah, pilk. That's Pepsi with... and milk. Oh, well, I know my friend Abby. I know. No. Combines coke and way. milk. That's disgusting. You look like you're about to vomit. That's so gross. She says it tastes like a like a Coca-Cola float. We used to make a drink at a bar at OU that I had to make, and it had milk in it, and it was absolutely disgusting. Like a white Russian type thing? No, it was like the Girl Scout cookie, but into a drink, which literally has no liquor in it even. So you'd see girls down this, and it tastes like a thin thin mint. There's no liquor in it? No. There's no alcohol? It's like all the liqueurs. Literally no alcohol. And then she, we'd put half and half in it. So you're not even drinking milk, you're drinking cream. The last time I threw up from alcohol, it was a white Russian. Oh. Probably because I was drinking dairy. Half and half is really good with Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, I bet. If you're short on milk and you got some Honey Nuts. I bet it's delicious, but I also think it's just horrible. I don't even drink milk. I drink a cup of milk a day. Well, only in a smoothie. I don't drink it like plain. Also, milk and cookies, unstoppable. No, but I used to drink a cherry, I used to drink a case of cherry Coke. Uh, every week, freshman, sophomore year. And then when I worked at the... Uh, How the, much did it? you gain, like, 30 pounds? Unrelated, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was unrelated. <laughs> I do not think those two were... <laughs> oh, you had the freshman 30? 30. 30. No, I, had a, I had a freshman 40. Which oh, I, my God. That, oh, yeah, Fat I, Gabe. I yeah, forgot that No, you. this was before Fat Gabe. I actually just talked with Jimmy about this on the last episode. You had a Fat Gabe? Well, uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll cut this out. <laughs> I didn't know. I was skinny and scrawny and small going into college because I was on so much ADHD meds my entire life. I was like stereotypical skinny, scrawny kid. And then halfway through my freshman year, uh, when my brother started taking me to the gym with him, he was like, stop taking your medicine because it keeps you from eating, which it does. So I stopped taking my medicine, started working out, and started eating just a fuck ton Grew like two or three inches, gained 40 pounds, and then I was like normal looking. And then sophomore year, uh, I tore the, I tore my meniscus, and that's when I gained – that's when Fat Gabe happened because I would eat like quesadillas for lunch and dinner every single day. It was fucking awesome. So nice. Yeah, that That's uh, – but when I worked at a restaurant for six years, I didn't smoke cigarettes, but I was friends with all the old ladies that did smoke cigarettes. So every time they would get a smoke break, I would fill up my cup with cherry Coke and go take a cherry Coke break out with them. That's very adorable. Yeah. So you I worked would, at an Italian restaurant, right? Yeah. Did they make homemade pasta there? <laughs> Fuck no. Really? No, we didn't. You don't have fucking time to make. <laughs> so that what? Much where fun. it's like Barilla? Like what were they serving? Yeah, just store bought shit. I mean, we saw we had like every. You could get any type of pasta, long, short, like no. So like, I mean, we we just like it was a good restaurants. So they were going through it all the time. We couldn't possibly make all our own fucking pasta. I don't know. One like one big like hall of making pasta. Like every time I make it, I feel like I have at least. Well, if you if you sell one type of pasta, sure. It's way cheaper to do box. Yeah, yeah. It's they, they're they, making so much. I don't so even know if it's cheaper. 
It is. Well, oh, it's yeah. cheaper in terms of labor, in but in terms of, terms of ingredients, I don't know if the it's volume cheaper. Volume is just cheaper. I mean, all the ingredients that go into making homemade pasta are cheap, like flour. Sure. Water it's a, it's is a, free. It's a time and labor thing because yeah. you were allowed to choose any type of pasta you want with any dish. Mm. So, like, we just had to have every type of pasta, and you can't feasibly make a fuck ton of spaghetti and and like ziti and bow tie like en- like enough for the entire restaurant. And you we, gotta throw it out if you don't use it. That's true. And, and did, you can buy or bulk. freeze it. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. We had to bag it because we would boil an entire thing of pasta, throw it on ice. And then roll it up in 10-ounce baggies and then freeze it. And then when it was time for that dish to be made, just pull the pasta out. Oh, interesting. That's how you did that? I don't like knowing that behind-the-scenes fact. Oh, it's how a lot of restaurants do it. You throw the frozen pasta into the boiling water. It's already cooked. Well, you cook it al dente the first time around. So when you throw the frozen block into the water, it cooks quickly. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess fresh pasta. I would assume most restaurants, even if they were serving fresh pasta, like froze it. In some capacity. Yeah. But that's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. It's just interesting, behind-the-scenes fact of that. Yeah, then it would cook as fast as fresh pasta. So, Mackenzie, you eat your own homemade pasta. Do you eat well in other areas of your life? I feel like, yeah. I feel like mostly in general I eat well. Just really picky, bitch? I'm not picky as much as, like, I don't want to eat something that's going to make me feel awful. Later. Like what? Like something overly processed or just like, I mean, I will splurge on Taco Bell, but if it's like I'm eating Taco Bell every day. Sure. For one, I'll gain like 100 pounds and for two, I'll feel bad every day. And that's why you go to Whole Foods. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I go to Whole Foods because they have all the like bougie little things I would like when I'm being... I don't want to say picky as much as a picky. (laughs) Picky. You got like eight different olive oils. I do have a lot of olive oils. I just get the big fucking thing of olive oil. Yeah. That's a good thing to splurge on, though. Like, that makes a difference. Good olive oil, it does actually. Like, the good version of stuff, there's a reason it's more expensive usually. Good salt. This has to be a good cheese. This has to be a man and woman thing because I could eat the same. Before we started dating, I would eat chicken, rice, and beans for dinner every single day of my life. Yeah, that wasn't going to fly. So. Very minimum. Like, <laughs> that had nothing, a change. There's nothing wrong with that. There's oh, nothing wrong with that, but the, the difference between, like, frozen, you know, bulk chicken and, like, fresh chicken that you would buy at Whole Foods, there is a taste difference for sure. Just killed. Fresh chicken. Yeah. I do like the idea of that. Yeah, like meats and also cheeses as well. Instead of like overly processed, like craft cheeses, like fresh off the block. I love processed American cheese. Well, I, I would mean, eat like a singles. whole, like just shitty American cheese. Well, you eat crafts, like you're talking crafts. Is that the singles? only cheese you'll get? No, no, no. I like really good. No, I love good cheese, like a good curry board. Oh, hell yeah. But like when I go over, like Corey and Kim's with my niece and nephew there, and they always have those because kid food. Ugh. Craft like half of them, yeah. That come in the plastic individual wrappings. Yes, You'll the eat ones that plain. literally won't melt. That's like not, they'll catch on fire. Well, I don't think that's it's cheese. It's not cheese. That's fine. All right. I mean, yeah. If I hate myself, sometimes I'll be known to that's eat if, some craft mac throw and Throw that cheese. shit on a burger. For Smash sure. burger. Throw it on a burger. Absolutely. Maybe eggs. 
throw that thing on an egg, on some scrambled eggs, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's never going to... But gonna, no, like, I like good cheese. It's too. never going to mix in with it. It's always going to be its own thing. You're always going to taste the craft single in there, that's no the matter that's, what. That's the, that's the pa- you're tasting patriotism. That's the point. I did, um, when I would just eat my parents' food, I used to make mac and cheese, and I'd use sliced cheddar and sliced craft singles, and I'd make mac and cheese with that. You wouldn't use the powder? No. The Even back then, I would never use the powder. Oh, see, there I would have theme. used the powder and then layered craft singles on top. Oh my god! I mean, I do love the amount. (laughs) I do love how much cheese you're putting on there because I do enjoy a lot of cheese on a dish. But that is that's a stomachache for sure. Uh, Mackenzie, plug your shit because you do have you have shit to plug now. Plug your shit. Oh okay, yeah. So every Monday at in Tremont at Imposters Theater. Come see the Triple Threat Showcase. Let's, let's, let me, with, re, let me with, redo that whole thing. With pizzazz. <sighs> All right. Every Monday, 8 p.m., the Triple Threat Showcase at Imposters Theater in Tremont. Come on down. Uh, feel free to email triplethreatimposters at gmail.com to get a spot. We'll get you on eventually. Is it if you Google Maps Imposters Theater would it would it show up? Yeah, is that like officially that's Imposters Theater Studio? Yeah, that's sick. It's pretty cool. All right, make your own pasta. Make your own pasta. Yeah, you should do it. Say it. Make your own pasta. That is the floss. If you liked part one of this feature episode, part two will be coming out next week. But. If you want to listen to it early, all you have to do is subscribe to the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash theflosspod. Every episode of The Floss is recorded at Golden Ox Studio in Cleveland, Ohio. If you live in Cleveland and you need to say something into a microphone for any reason at all, do it at Golden Ox Studio. Jeremy's awesome, he cares a lot about Cleveland, and he'll give a huge shit about whatever you're making. I'm Gabe Gary, and thank you very much.